Loading. The Crypto Coffee Podcast. Episode 14. The Blood Sucking Alcoholic Dragon. Do Bigfoot have funeral? And the crazy act that fired all from hell. Ready. Set. Play. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Cryptic Coffee Podcast. Episode number... Oh, there's a car. Episode (laughs) number... (laughs) Hold on, there's a car crash right outside. (laughs) Let's go investigate. Episode number 14. We're going to see angels out there. (laughs) I don't want to see angels this late at night. My name is Efren. This is Jose. And Zeus. (sighs) Hello, guys. It's been a while. It's been a while. How are you? We're doing all right. We, We survived. Yeah. Happy late Valentine's Day. What did you guys do? Cry. Okay, Jose. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Me and my girlfriend, we played uh, Destiny for a bit. So we started playing, we were playing Destiny, right? Like first thing in the morning, wake up, we're like, let's let's play some Destiny. Yeah. So we get to the tower, the the hub. Mm -hmm. And as soon as we get there, it's like, we get like some kid just joins our fire team. And uh, that's the last thing you want on Valentine's Day, a kid. (laughs) For real. (laughs) So it was. It was strange, right? Because I'm like, maybe it's just a prank. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. And you start hearing this like little kid on mic. Hi, hi, uh, guys. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? And then um, he's like, can you make me the leader? And I'm playing along because I'm thinking like, it's probably just some prank at first. It's some YouTuber like faking the voice. Yeah. It's, you know, some someone like probably just faking the voice and stuff. Yeah. And so we put him as fire team leader and he's like, I need help. And we're like, okay, well, we'll help you out. And so he uh, does like this mission he needs to do. So we start doing the mission, right? And I start hearing like stuff in the background, and uh, the kid's like, "No, they're my friends. You don't know them." Oh no! And I'm like, "We don't know you." <laughs> and then he's like, "My name is Gavin. What are you guys' names?" And we're like, "Sir, we're adults." <laughs> he's like, "Do you guys want to be my friends?" And I'm like, "We're adults, so no." This is illegal, Gavin. <laughs> this is very illegal, Gavin. I feel that's not the first time that sentence has been said. We live in California. This is illegal, Gavin. <laughs> Gavin Newsom is the governor, by the way. So, yeah, that's how our day started. Was we had a kid join our fire team, and that's sad. We helped him with we helped him finish a mission. He thought he made friends. Uh, for me, I was just like, <laughs> well, the thing is, though, this is why I thought it was a prank because like the kid was uh, what's considered a new light, meaning yeah. that he just started the story. But his season pass level was twenty one, which means he had already been playing for a while. Mm. So we're either like, oh, he's on his parents' account. Or this is just someone fucking pranking us on like on a new, uh, they made a new character, but you can still see the season pass level. Yeah. So someone was like, oh, you know, it's probably someone's fucking pranking us. Or it could be just some kid who like wanted help on a mission and wanted friends to play Destiny with. I think it's the latter. (laughs) That reminds me of a prank I did on people in Dauntless. I used to play that a lot on a PlayStation. And me... And my friend Kevin and Ray were pretending that I was going through a divorce. What the fuck? <laughs> Kevin was pretending to be my spouse. <laughs> and I was like, we were talking normally in the chat because we, we were texting stuff out. And then <laughs> for some reason, we started making up the bit that Kevin cheated on me with the mailman. <laughs> something like that. And I was like, fuck you for cheating on me. Like, fucking, uh, you know, like, I loved you and all that. Yeah. And a lot, some people, like, believed it. Some other people were like, you know, uh, shut up. Don't argue in the chat or whatever. <laughs> And then, like, eventually we just 
got bored of the bit and some guy messaged me privately he goes hey man i hope the divorce is going well <laughs> i hope you're doing well man i'm really i'm really rooting for you bless that man yeah part of me wanted probably to, gavin part of me wanted to respond back like it's not i'm ending my life right now he's <laughs> like it's not i'm ending my life right at this second <laughs> I need, a, I need to find a toaster stat. I need a toaster. But at the same time, I was like, I'm just not going to reply. <laughs> I don't want to tell him it was a joke. And he's like, oh, well, fuck you then. <laughs> you know, speaking of Kevin, tell me what you told me about Kevin and his fridge. <laughs> he has milk. <laughs> That's the only thing he has in his fridge. Apparently, he bought a mini fridge to ha- like not go downstairs for food. All he has is milk. <laughs> Kevin, I'm a little suspicious of you. The, the fuck you got in there? That shit made me laugh. I, re- I got reminded of it. Just because you were telling me you had a fridge. Yeah. And I... Such well, a, that they stole my fridge. Such an old memory. <laughs> Fucking Kevin telling me he bought a mini fridge. I'm like, oh, cool. You got, like, water and shit in there? He's like, no, just milk. <laughs> I mean, I don't blame Kevin. Milk is delicious. It is delicious. If I wasn't fucking lactose intolerant... <laughs> I am like I... Today... I went to work, and I drank a glass of milk by accident before I went to work. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Nice. It was bad. Horrible. I was... Mm. <laughs> I've been there, man. I don't want to share too many details, but that was bad. How do you drink milk on accident? <laughs> That's what I'm more like. I did it on purpose without realizing that, like, oh, I have to go to work. No, yeah, see, I'm with him because, like, I'm like, you know, if I'm home and I got nothing to do, I'm like, I'm going to fucking have some milk and yeah. cookies. To be fair, I'm I still cereal. have. I drank the milk and then I chilled for, like, an hour before yeah. I ended up going to work. So I thought, oh, I'll be good by then. Nah. It's the equivalent of eating edibles. As soon as I got to work, it, my stomach was all over the place. I prayed today, boys. <laughs> First time I prayed. No, I've definitely been there. I, I fucking like, I love milk. And I'm just like, all right, what am I doing today? Nothing. It's time for me to get a glass. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Why is that so funny? Why are you laughing? You're making me Cause, laugh. Because Zeus is the fucking alpha. He's like peasants out here, lactose intolerant. What am I it's doing today? <laughs> nothing. All right, get the milk. It's just like fucking making yourself suffer. Like, I'm just imagining. <laughs> Like the scene from like The Simpsons where Mo's trying to kill himself, <laughs> and like it just keeps failing. Yeah. <laughs> what am I doing today? None. All right, get the milk. Just, that whole like, just like let me play Russian roulette today. It's <laughs> like if I'm not doing anything, right? I'm like, all right, cool. I guess I have some fucking milk and cookies. Yeah. Like I'm definitely gonna get like some fucking Oreos or chips. So I get my fucking milk and be like, all right, I'm set for the day. <laughs> milk is underrated. It's. I know a lot of people don't like milk, but I still love it. Nah, same here. If Randy and Jose are like, why is it called a restroom when I'm in here fighting for my life? <laughs> Dude, it be like that sometimes. And that's why I'm not drinking today. Uh, <laughs> it's worse when it's at work, dude. You know what I do? It's one of those, like, uh... Very powerful toilet, so when you flush it, like, the whole restroom hears it. I do it at the right exact time so they don't hear my farts. (laughs) I'm like, I'm still clean, technically. Now, let me make this cool-ass transition. You know what goes good with milk? Coffee. What did we all bring today, boys? Well... You said you had coffee in here, so I think we got for this. Uh, yeah, you were gonna coffee. You were gonna get some Starbucks. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, no, 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 no. I got coffee today. We finally have a fridge. That's where the fridge uh, talk started, by the way, listeners. We finally have a fridge in the studio. So, future guests, don't worry. We have coffee now, Talking and we got a coffee dealer. maker <laughs> yeah, and a coffee maker. It still doesn't work. It's in such a place where there's no plug. 
What the fuck? It's just there. We need to find a good place with a plug to put it. Jose, I mean Zeus. I got liquid death. He's still drinking water. Yeah. This is your first time trying liquid death. What's the review? I feel like I'm going to die. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cheers, boys. It's too insane. Oh, I, I already opened it. You mine. already opened it. It's too late for you. There you go. Oh, that's a nice, nice. That's not bad. Oh, I didn't even say what I got. I got Monster Oat Milk uh, Java Coffee. It's not bad either. Yeah, like you put this in front of me and I was like, what the fuck is that? Oat milk? It's what I could find for a dollar at the 99 cent store. No, this, this is not that bad. Like cafe yeah, that, time? The one you have, I've tried it. It's pretty good. I like it. I thought you said goat milk at first. Goat milk. Goated. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I found out the history of coffee the other day. It was like 2 a.m. I didn't have work the next day. So like Jose, you know, bring the milk. <laughs> Bring the milk and cookies. Let's go. Let's look at a YouTube video for like 30 minutes. Pretty fun. Apparently, this is what caused democracy. (laughs) In short, in short, this is, that's the whole video. This caused democracy. (laughs) Where are you watching? Infographics? Similar. Very similar. Not as like uh, high quality, but it is still cartoons. It's like, it's circles with eyes on them. (laughs) (laughs) So infographics. Basically. Yeah, apparently every, like, major monarch that got overthrown in, like, Europe and around the world, it all started because people started drinking coffee. (laughs) And then they started talking. They woke the fuck up. They woke the fuck up. (laughs) They were no longer, like, hungry, and they started thinking with the caffeine. They're like, you know, this is some bullshit, huh? (laughs) (laughs) That's what I thought. That's what I thought. Apparently, the, uh, the cafe that started the French Revolution is still there. You can, like, go visit it. That's all I was thinking, like, some French, like... Yeah, this is some bullshit, ain't it? Just, <laughs> and then they just start rioting. <laughs> yup. Yup. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then the last person, this is some bullshit. <laughs> yeah. And the reason why Britain drinks tea is because they ran out of coffee. <laughs> they really ran Wait, out of coffee. Serious? They ran out of coffee. I think they put like a tariff on them and they couldn't grow coffee anymore. Yeah. So they started using the tea leaves. And that's how they became a tea culture. Pain. That's crazy. So that's some nice little coffee facts for you guys. I mean, I know we are mostly like, I mean, we're, we're in the category of documentary. I'm going to start doing something. A lot of people have been telling me there's not enough coffee in the show. <laughs> so. Sorry um, about that. Yeah, we're sorry <laughs> about that. It's gonna, it's still going to be the same amount of cryptids and aliens and stuff. But we're going to also introduce like a fun fact of the day relating <laughs> to coffee. Fun fact. Yeah. Coffee beans are small. He's lying. Anyway, <laughs> fun fact: I heard there's a hundred dollar cup of coffee that's made from a fucking poop. Is it? It's like a. Oh, it like goes through. Poop? Yeah, it goes through, and like a certain um, animal eats the coffee bean. It goes through the system, and when it you know comes out, they make coffee from that. That's I would never taste that because I don't want to say that I fucking drink some animal's fucking shit. I but think the guys from BuzzFeed tried that. Have you ever seen that show? The like least expensive to most expensive no they try like a two dollar taco and they end up at like a forty dollar taco and they're like which one's the best for the price that fucking two dollar taco what the fuck forty dollars it was the two dollar taco what the fuck you want to do what the fuck are you doing with the forty dollar taco gold leaf and like some weird ass meat i'll just wait for taco tuesday it is taco wednesday (laughs) (laughs) it's waco wednesday (laughs) Wednesday. (laughs) it's a it's fun fact uh tuesday or wednesday yeah coffee wednesday guys 
So we have a great show for you tonight. Uh, Jose, as always, brought his uh, notebook. You know it's going to be a good show when he does that. So I'm excited to hear that. I'm assuming you're going to be the main story because of it. I mean, the main story twice in a row? Yeah, man. When you're good, Pain. you're good. Who Who's going to stop you? My story is a little on the shorter side. I brought an article. So yeah. I right. brought two articles, actually. Oh. Zeus, you want to kick us off? Sure. Um, no lie, this shit is really good. I want to try it. I'm going to save it for later tonight. <laughs> Drinks all of it right now. <laughs> Tend the ship, bus. <laughs> no, he's going to be at home. I don't got nothing to do. Get the coffee. Jeannie, get the milk. Jeannie, <laughs> the milk. Bring me my she milk. She and I are supposed to be playing Destiny tonight, so I'm definitely going to be drinking this. Bring me my milky cup. <laughs> okay, so the, the article I brought today is Cryptid Fan Hopes Her Museum Brings Attention to a Forgotten Cryptid. Mm. Interested. Yeah. I'm interested. Forgotten Cryptid. For Sarah Cooper, the hidden story of the Snallygaster is something Western Maryland needs to know more about. I'm already not interested. <laughs> that sounds like a doom monster. <laughs> Fucking doom slayer, like, <laughs> running to the office right now. You know now, who like... I'm thinking about? The, like, the floating guy with one eye. The oh, red... the beholder? That sounds like a Snallygaster. The fucking I, beholder. I yeah. could see it. Cooper, the founder and owner of the American Snallygaster Museum... <laughs> said the cryptid story is one that is not only an untold gem amongst rural legends, but also a story that could bring tourism to the Frederick, Maryland area. I'm also a big fan of cryptids and cryptozoology, Cooper said. It's my favorite thing. And when I moved to Maryland a few years ago, I started to do all this research about the folklore, and I found out about the Snallygaster. And I was like, why isn't this more of a thing? I've, I've heard about the Snallygaster. Not much about it, but I've heard the name in passing. I've heard the name. I've never, I don't know what it is what it's about but i've heard the name shit when i read it i was like i don't know anything i'm gonna I'm a keep reading <laughs> it's one of those like the loveland frogman like it's it's one of the more rare ones that you hear about like yeah. you have to be deep into like crypt cryptids you're, i was you're, about to say crypto you have to be deep into crypto to know about the snallygaster coin <laughs> you're deep you're deep in the iceberg <laughs> snallygaster coin to the moon <laughs> in the 1770s german immigrants came German immigrants. German immigrants. <laughs> the new cryptid. German immigrants came to Western Maryland and brought with them brats, beer, dances, and the Schnellgeist or quick spirit. Thank you for that, Germany. Yeah. Oh, we should go to Oktoberfest. I'm going to take you guys this year. It's amazing. If you want to, I'll go. Hot dogs and beer. Do you drink beer? No. Hot dogs. <laughs> do I drink hot dogs? Yes. <laughs> yes, I, I, I do enjoy that. I like a good glizzy. <laughs> Don't make eye contact when you say that. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> over the years, the legend turned from stories told to small children to the creatures living in the area. In 1909, residents reported seeing a snallygaster. Described as a dragon-like creature, half bird, half reptile, the monster was said to have large wings, a metallic beak, glowing red eyes, tentacles for arms, or sometimes coming out of its mouth, and razor-sharp metallic talons. Residents said that the Snallygaster picked up a farmer, sucked the blood from his neck, and flung his lifeless body over a cliff. Jesus Holy Christ. Fuck. <laughs> How do we go from, like, milk talk to this shit? That that was a lot that he just said right yeah. now. Yeah. Like, describing him, that he's a unit. 
I don't know what I still don't know what he looks like. See, here's the, you described him perfectly. I still don't know what he looks. He still looks like a ball with tentacles to me. Like to me, I imagine like well, for some reason I hear gaster and I think of like a fucking alligator. Yeah. So I'm thinking like some fucking like small little waddledy alligator. Not apparently not. Apparently it's yeah. a fucking dragon thingy. And then just for and it's violent too. Yeah. Fuck. When I read that, I was like, God, he's dead. Leave him. <laughs> leave him be. <laughs> Stop. He's already dead. Yeah. Stop. Over the course of two months, several people reported seeing the creature and hearing fights between it and its mortal enemy, the Dwyo. What? It has has an enemy? Holy shit. A wolf-like creature that walked on two feet. What kind of (laughs) fucking Dungeons and Dragons world did we enter here? Other sightings followed and the monster made the national news. It took the country by storm to the extent that the Smithsonian Institute offered a reward for the hide of a Snallygaster. <laughs> Holy shit. When was this? And President Teddy Roosevelt reportedly considered putting off his trip to Africa in order to go to Maryland to hunt for the creature. <laughs> you know when Teddy Roosevelt, m- motherfucker the hunter of all presidents, said, nah, I don't like elephants or lions. I'm going to get that motherfucking Snallygaster. <laughs> Y'all can keep your hippos. Dude, that Where's that wolf that walks on two legs? Bro, that would have been amazing. Like, imagine. Like, you're, you're in history class, right? Yeah. And you're like, Teddy Roosevelt fucking hunted a cryptid. Right? Here's a picture of him <laughs> hunting a fucking Snallygaster. Instead of him on that moose, it's him on top of a Snallygaster. <laughs> Shit would have been badass. Shirtless, too. He has, like, his, like, one foot on its body with, like, the gun showing and shit. Yeah. <laughs> Did you guys ever see that movie? Well, I didn't see it, but do you know about that movie uh, where like Abraham Lincoln is like hunting vampires? Yes. Yeah. They should make a movie about Teddy Roosevelt <laughs> hunting cryptids. I have seen that movie. He's like the first person to see Bigfoot, too. He fights him. Fist fights him. <laughs> yeah, f- <laughs> Holy fuck. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Soon after, other sightings started popping up around the country. In New Jersey, one resident said they found the footprints of a snallygaster in the snow. In West Virginia, reports came out that the monster had almost caught a woman near Scrabble and was later found roosting in a farmer's barn where it has laid an egg the size of a barrel. This shit lays eggs? The size of a barrel. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck. You're like, what? Like, (laughs) this cryptid is like, this dude's crazy. It's like, if not one thing surprises you, it's the next. (laughs) It's everything. You, You just keep going and going. See, here's the thing, too. Like you and I said, this is one that we hear about in passing. Yeah. But you don't really hear much about. This thing sounds like a fucking badass. This shit beats everything we got. It sounds like a boss in Dark Souls or Bloodborne. Exactly. <laughs> Dude, so here's the thing. I, um, people who know me know I fucking love Mothman. I have several Mothman patches. My girlfriend bought me a Mothman he shirt. He's 100% your favorite cryptid. He, I fucking love the dude because, you know, you hear the legend stuff. You hear him like. And he's, he's got a nice ass. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently so. Thank you. Thank you, West Virginia, for that statue. <laughs> that statue's beautiful. But, like, the point is, like, you hear the stories, right? Yeah. Mothman is, like, fucking predicts the future. Mothman this, Mothman that. Why the fuck isn't there a fucking Sally guys? Mothman is just, like, flying around, chilling. Yeah. This thing's out here fucking murdering people. We should be fully afraid of this guy, <laughs> not Mothman. Mothman's just chilling, bro. Yeah, you see Mothman, people are like, oh, fuck, something's gonna happen. Mothman He's- gives you a warning. He could be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right before he pick, like shows up, this dude will just pick you up. You, you see, see the Snallygaster. Oh, something really gonna happen. <laughs> You're gonna die. <laughs> You're gonna fucking die. That's what's gonna happen. I feel like the military should be involved for this. <laughs> so, I don't know why. Dude. Why are we talking about it? Why is it the president? Teddy Roosevelt! <laughs> why is it the president? 
it on this right now. I just imagine back then, seeing it fly over and someone just yelling, Someone check on Farmer John, please! Oh, where's McDonald's? After, after the first farmer died, they were like, Go, go check on all the other farmers. What year is this? Was I didn't hear. It was 1909, the last 1909. time I checked. We have the first world war about to start, but this is the real problem. Dude, we barely had planes back then. There was nothing. If that was real, there was nothing we could do about it, <laughs> bro. For real, like we, like you said, we barely have planes at that time. You see something flying in the fucking sky? Imagine you're like in some rural country, like rural part of the country. You see some shit flying? What the fuck is that? Dude, the Wright brothers flew for the first time in 1905, four years before that. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Imagine it's like in around the same area, and they're like, "There goes the Wright brothers." Damn, they're really advancing in four years. <laughs> oh <laughs> shit! It's coming down. Oh shit! They made a monster. <laughs> Oh shit, John! <laughs> they got John. No, that, this shit's crazy, dude. He lays eggs the size of a barrel. That's you know what I thought when you said barrel? I thought, oh, he's gonna lay an egg, and then El Chavo del Ocho is gonna pop up out of it. <laughs> Fuck, dude. Well, here's a uh, some more uh, sightings in Castown, Ohio. A man reported in a letter to the Valley Register that a strange creature with large wings, a horned head, and glowing red eyes had flown over his home, making horrible screeching noises. That sounds like the Jersey Devil. By the 1940s, one report declared the creature dead. A moonshiner in Washington County, Maryland, claimed the Snallygaster had flown over his still and passed out because of the fumes. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit! He got drunk! The bird lizard fell into his 2,500-gallon vat and drowned, only to be destroyed later by revenue agents when they demolished the moonshine operation and its product. What the fuck? Dude, that guy should brand his moonshine Snallygaster Moonshine. He would make millions. Bro, that shit would have been crazy. He would be the top company right now in liquor. It's a story that shit right here. This shit right here. This shit killed the Snallygaster. Yeah. What your shit do? Get you drunk? Get you busy? Like slightly buzz? Nah, nah. I killed the fuck. I killed the fucking cryptid from the sky with this shit. I saved America with this. The catchphrase is like, "It's enough to kill a monster." (laughs) (laughs) That's crazy. It's a story that should. It's a story that should get more attention. Cooper said. I agree. Military attention. (laughs) She currently houses all of the exhibits for the American Stanley Gaster Museum in her home. Right now, she's waiting for materials to arrive so that she and her husband can build a barn that will eventually house the museum. In the meantime, she takes the exhibits to nearby locations to tell Maryland residents about the Snallygaster. She said she hopes the museum will bring cryptid lovers and others to the Frederick, Maryland area. I mean, shit, it's got my attention. We do have listeners in Maryland, constantly. On the East Coast, we have a a strong presence now. New York, Maryland, South Carolina, and I think... uh, I want to say Connecticut. Well, I hope that she's listening. Let's go to Maryland. She, she has three people that are willing to show up. I am fucking down to go. Guys. I'm down to go to Maryland. I don't know what's in Maryland. I think the capital. <laughs> but, but, but apart from that, I don't know what else is in Maryland. I know what's in Maryland. This. <laughs> that. Fuck, no, not anymore. He fucking died. <laughs> I still want to see. I want to see this, bro. What the hell? Guys, do you remember <clears throat> last episode when I was talking about uh, the thylacine? And how I left it on like a cliffhanger about, oh, they have this hillbilly that yeah. caught. And then it, it wasn't supposed to end like that. You guys thought, oh, he caught one? <laughs> yeah, well, you were like, all right, I'm just going to leave it off at this. And yeah, there's nothing like, else. They're, they talk about a hillbilly that caught one. Yeah. Like, caught what? <laughs> when you said a moonshiner, I thought, a moonshiner killed him! <laughs> I thought a moonshiner like shot him out of the sky. <laughs> See, that's one thing, too. Like, 
Oh, this guy must have like fucking great aim. I mean, that must be a strong rifle or something. Right? The fucking alcohol fumes got him. Yeah, after like all he had explained, this motherfucker like picks humans off the sky, yeah. kills them. I thought he, and he lays big as eggs. So he's huge. He's like a dragon. Yeah. Motherfucker with a 12 gauge just, <laughs> come here, boy. The last thing that you would expect to kill him, fumes. Fumes. <laughs> Bro, imagine Alcoholism. Like Bro, imagine you're a fucking monster. You, you're fucking killing people. Like, bullets aren't doing shit to you. People are trying to kill you. You got them right before they got you. You get killed by the fucking alcohol fumes. <laughs> Bro, that's a fucking... That's a sad way to go. And imagine he's old, too. Like, he survived, like, medieval times. He fought knights and probably and shit. Yeah. And the thing that ends up getting you is fermentation. <laughs> <laughs> Sad, bro. Bro, he didn't add to any other cryptids. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. He's encrypted hell right now, like hiding his head. Like, how do you die? I don't want to talk about it. It's some bullshit, bro. Alcoholism. Some random person. That's how they got my dad, too. <laughs> no, real shit. That's how my dad died, too. <laughs> oh, shit. I was not ready for this story. Zeus came in strong, dude. Like that alcohol. <laughs> that. That's a fucking hell of a way to open. The Snallygaster. That might be my new favorite cryptid. Bro, you should have been the main story. That was beautiful. That, we started wrong. You should have been the main story. There's still a little bit more. <laughs> There's more? There's more? There's a quote from her I was going to read off. Oh. It's just like a little bit more. No, please, please, please go ahead. I visited a lot of paranormal encrypted museums like the Flatwoods Monster Museum and I've seen... And I've been to their festivals, and I've seen how much tourism business they bring to those communities, she said. Mm -hmm. I think we really need to get some of that going on in Maryland. We have such a cool cryptid with such a cool story that is so tied into American history. We should be celebrating it, and our businesses and our businesses should be benefiting from it. Bro, I will be down to go. She is right. Flatwoods Monster does have, like, a cult following. Like, a lot of people love that fucking cryptid. Like, fucking Flatwoods is in um, Fallout 76. Yeah. I'd say it's like the third biggest one. It's like yeah. Bigfoot, Mothman, and then like Flatwoods, Flatwoods tied with like the Jersey Devil. But the story of the Snallygaster is something that did more for her than just giving her something to do. The story is one that helped her cope during the COVID-19 pandemic. An emergency room nurse, Cooper said she heard about the story and would read about the Snallygaster to take her mind off of pandemic and work. Well, at least it did some good to the world. So I'm looking at a picture of it. It's oh, a fucking dragon. It is a dragon? It's a fucking dragon, bro. It's a one-eyed dragon. Oh, that's a dragon. That is horrible. <laughs> Holy shit. Like, that might be my new favorite cryptid. It, it used to be the, what's it called? The Sacrament? No. The Brains. The, for the Fresno uh, Nightcrawlers? Fresno Nightcrawlers. Next to the fucking Brains of Palos Verdes. But this might be my new favorite one. Because I got, I know I've heard the name, right? Yeah, it's in fucking Fallout. Uh, the Snallygaster? Yeah. But it does not look, you look at, so in Fallout, right, you look at the Snallygaster and you're like, doesn't look intimidating at all. <laughs> the fucking story you just read? Bro, this is the this is how it looks in Fallout. That is not the Snallygaster. This not, is. Not from what I heard from Zeus. Yeah, no, this is, uh -uh. the one Zeus just read <clears throat> was a fucking badass. That shit will die to beer and let alone moonshine. <laughs> <laughs> it's thought that the Snallygaster lives for 20 years and then has a 20 year incubation period before another Snallygaster hatches. This is Dungeons and Dragons, isn't it? And another generation emerges. The next Snallygaster life cycle, she said, is thought to start in 2024. With her museum scheduled to open in 2022, Cooper plans on being ready. Bro, uh, do you, so it just says 2022? Mm-hmm. I'm down for us to go, like, at opening. 
Wait, twenty twenty four. It starts. No, the uh, incubation. The, oh, the the new uh, Snally gas that should be Look, coming out of its egg. Look, if it's not open yet, I'm down for us to go at fucking opening to this museum. This shit's fucking badass, bro. Let's make the drive. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is like I can't drive. I'll drive. So that like, you got anything going on? Uh, my fucking car. Uh, I. So, can we do? Are we gonna talk about the the last media episode? Maybe you know, I talked about my car in that episode. <coughs> no, little, yeah, little. Go ahead. Tell us. We, we have a small little lost episode that we can't publish. But um, for other listeners, that episode will never see the light of day. This is not episode fourteen. This is technically episode fifteen. But if for uh, legal reasons, <laughs> this is episode fourteen. So uh, that episode uh, fourteen, I talked about how my car got stolen. Yeah, my car got stolen. It was uh, the people who stole it wanted to keep it, so they were trying to paint. So I got into an accident with the curb. Fucking, it was raining. The car didn't stop, and I hit a curb. It was nothing bad. It um just meant the bumper. So I got a new bumper, but yeah. it was black. My car is silver with a black bumper now. Not going to lie, I love the look of it. It was pretty fucking nice. Mm-hmm. A couple days later, my car gets stolen. So uh, the people who stole it wanted to, apparently they wanted to keep it because they started painting the car. So the car started <laughs> matching the fucking bumper. They tore the shit out of it. Like, you know, they, they looked like they scrapped it, but they also bought stuff for it. <clears throat> So it looks like they wanted to keep the car and customize it to keep its own. Yeah, I'm mad because it didn't take them long. Yeah. Usually you keep... you. Well, I'm not saying like I've stolen a car before. <laughs> I'm, I'm out here giving tips. <laughs> Usually when people like steal a car, they like try to keep it on the down low for a yeah. while. Then they start like, okay, there's no heat on us. Let's start. No, these motherfuckers, probably the next day they started customizing yeah. your car. It was like, um, I took a video of it. Um, So they, they, they're they painting the car. They're like, they're painting it out. I'm going to lie. They, they chose a pretty good color. It <laughs> looked kind of nice. <laughs> they color matched this bumper yeah dude it looked kind of nice i'll show you the video because i don't know if you've seen the video i know yeah, he has it it um they left a bunch of shit in there there was like a little girl's uh di- backpack and diary yeah the dude who stole my uh car i'm pretty sure his credit card was in there <laughs> and but yeah we just sold it fucking sold it uh i ended up selling the car as is so right now i'm carless but i mean we could all road trip for that fucking maryland you know my favorite thing that they left that game, that Nintendo oh, controller. They they left the in like NES controller. Yeah. In like it's it looks brand new. It's still in its packaging and everything. I'm looking at like what the fuck? <laughs> like so they left my like they left headphones. They left like all kinds of shit in there. And I'm just like God fucking damn it. I'm guessing they were planning on keeping the car. Yeah. So that ended up happening. Mm-hmm. So as more like now I'm carless, but I mean I've, I'll find a way. We could walk to Maryland. We could walk to Maryland. <laughs> We take oh fuck it let's take the Greyhound. Let's take the Greyhound. We do a podcast on the Greyhound, bro. <laughs> we just take the mics. People like in front of us are just gonna be like, "Hey, we're trying to sleep." Hey, look, I'm down to do like a fucking story on Hellhounds on the Greyhound. Fucking <laughs> welcome to the Cryptic Coffee Podcast. We're currently in New Mexico, <laughs> and now we're in Arizona. <laughs> like, hey, as we're crossing the line, bro. bro I kind of we could probably do that shit as we're crossing state lines. All right, here's the little story. That's on... no, no, no. You guys know about the Four Corners? Yeah. Let's do one in each state. <laughs> Bro. Dylan, get over here. <laughs> We're inviting Dylan through the podcast. Like, he'll find out. He'll get the invitation when he, when he hears the episode. Yeah, Dylan has been following us a lot. He's uh, our first guest. He's our number one fan, I'd like to say. <laughs> He's like... If anyone should be there with us in the four corners, it should be Dylan. I'll be in Colorado. You'll be in... Uh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you'll be in Utah. Zeus will be in New Mexico and Dylan will be in Arizona. And we'll just be like right next to each other just talking. That's a new idea. That's going to be the April 1st podcast. I really forgot where the fuck. I really forgot that uh, what states were in the four corners. 
Yeah, when you were struggling, I was like, don't look at me. I don't know where any of the sticks are at. <laughs> Bro, I don't even know where I'm at. <laughs> Who are you people? <laughs> Who are you people? <laughs> Fucking hell. All right, let me get to my story. It's not going to be able to top Zeus. Holy shit. Yeah, dude. that was. You brought a hell of a story, man. <laughs> I was just looking up stuff to talk about. and then This I is saw why that. we're big in China. I saw that. And I was Shout like, out you know to what? our Chinese listeners. How are you guys doing? <laughs> so, I brought an article today that might answer a very important question in the crypto uh, zoology world, guys. Do you guys believe in Bigfoot? Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. I'm not sure. I think no. But one of the main things, like, there's not enough evidence, right? There's footprints and there's, like, a uh, shaky video, right? Yeah. What would be the best thing other than a live Bigfoot to, like, fully prove that Bigfoot exists? A dead one. A dead one. <laughs> so why haven't we found dead Bigfoot? You run into, like, dead bears, dead, like, deer all the time. I say, uh, like, we run into yeah, bears. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so why haven't they found, like, a skull or, like, a skeleton or something? Well... One man might have the answer. The article is called, Kentucky Cryptid Researcher Wonders If Mysterious Structures Could Be Bigfoot Graves. (laughs) Let's go! (laughs) Could large mounds in southeastern Kentucky be the graves of dead Bigfoot monsters? That's what Thomas Markham, the founder of the Crypto Crew, a cryptozoology and paranormal research group based in Kentucky, thinks. Can we join the Crypto Crew? We have to be in Kentucky, unfortunately. I don't know their rules. I don't know. I didn't read their terms we'll, and services. <laughs> but I would imagine you have to be in Kentucky. We'll do this remote. We'll, we'll handle the, the California division. The, the only rule they have must be in Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> you read the, like, you click on the terms and services. It's just one sentence. Must be in Kentucky and alive. <laughs> they take, like, a whole tab of the screen. Must it's, be in Kentucky. It's like a hundred, like, uh, size font. In early December, he wondered on his Crypto Crew blog whether or not large mounds found in the woods of Bell and Harlan County in Kentucky could be grave sites for the famed cryptid. Bigfoot grave sites, he said, may be the reason why no one has ever reported finding a, Bif- a Bigfoot skeleton. One of the reasons why we may, never, we may not find Bigfoot bones often is that they bury their dead, he wrote. There are several very credible researchers I spoke with on the subject. He's got credible researchers. Probably sources. He's got sources. Markham described the sites as two large mounds of dirt and rocks about 30 to 40 feet apart, located deep in the woods of Kentucky. This is an area where I have found several Bigfoot encounters and found many tracks, Markham says. Now, of course, I have no idea if these are really graves or just odd humps of dirt on the ground. It could be nothing more than a natural formation or something a person did a long, long time ago. He's like, look. It could be graves, but I'm not about to try. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna disrespect the Bigfoot graves. I'm gonna leave them as is. That's that same energy of the two boxer memes, where the one of the boxers starts going, "Ha me, ha, I quit," <laughs> and then later in the press review, he's like, "I'm pretty sure he couldn't do it, but I'm gonna stay and fuck around and see if he could." <laughs> it could be just be dirt, but I'm about to fuck around and see if it's a Bigfoot. Hey, look! If I start digging, it's not just gonna happen to me. I'm gonna just leave it as is. I ain't about to risk it. He said. I have not and would not dig into them, but I am confident Bigfoot does bury their dead. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly that same energy. In an email interview, Markham said he's had many sightings of Bigfoot activity in the area. He's been researching Bigfoot for more than 20 years and has seen Bigfoot many times. I've seen it on several occasions, he said. They're not dumb animals, but very intelligent beings that have a language. Over the years, I have had many things happen, spoken with thousands of witnesses, Found a lot of evidence for these of these forest people. He calls them forest people. Markham said, 
One of the misconceptions was that Bigfoot was only in certain parts of the country, like the Pacific Northwest. He's had plenty of sightings of Bigfoot in Kentucky, he said, starting when he was a teenager. My first encounter happened when I was 15 years old, he said. My father and I were coon hunting. <laughs> I tried to... I, I saw you reach for your uh, coffee. I was Bro. like, this is not going to end well. He's going to spit it out his own. I, I can't drink around you people. <laughs> My father and I were coon hunting, and we had something pace us on the side of the mountain. Our um, you should probably paraphrase that one right there. Raccoons? Raccoons? <laughs> he said coon hunting. I'm going to say coon hunting. I'd say paraphrase. Add quotations. Quote, unquote coon hunting <laughs> and they had something pace them on the side of the mountain our dogs were terrified and so were we at the time i didn't know or understand what was pacing us but years later i'd figure it out he doesn't explain how he figured it out but <laughs> i mean if we thought that i was raccoons and he goes to go straight to like nah it was bigfoot it was bigfoot that's the zach baggins uh theory <laughs> did that bird just squeak it must be a skinwalker <laughs> In 2013, he said he got a clearer view of Bigfoot. It was a cold and snowy day, he said. We had got about two to three inches of wet snow. We live in a very heavily wooded area in the forest. And in front and behind our house, there's nothing but trees. I looked out the window and saw this very large, I guess around 10 foot tall, black haired creature walking on the side of the mountain. I was maybe 100 yards away with, with a clear view. This very large black figure stepped in between two large trees, moved off to the right, and up a small ravine. Recently, Expedition Bigfoot, a Bigfoot investigation show on the Discovery Channel, spent time in the same area looking for evidence of Bigfoot. In season two of the series, they found numerous accounts from residents about the mysterious sightings and sounds. One of those witnesses, Tracy Turner, a pastor and former employee of the Kentucky State Police, produced audio recordings of what he heard. In season three, the investigators returned to the area and found that they the what they believe is primate DNA, possibly evidence of Bigfoot living in southeastern Kentucky. And now I haven't gone to, I haven't watched season three. Have you, Jose? I have not heard of the show until just now. Really? Finding Bigfoot? Or I mean, Bigfoot like, Expedition? You know I love cryptids, but yeah. most of my videos <laughs> most of my shit learns from uh, I've you learned say from that like I, you know I love cryptos, Efren, but I have standards. <laughs> they do. <laughs> That's the way you started that. I do have standards. All my information comes from YouTube videos. Because <laughs> I don't. I haven't had a. I haven't actually haven't had a TV mm. since like maybe twenty. I don't think any of us have cable. Zeus, like, do you have? No, we all watch YouTube and as Netflix. As soon as you right? said Zeus, I was like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't even have Netflix. Well, I mean, I have Netflix with my friend. But it's not like I'm on there constantly. Like, oh, I don't pay for Netflix, Jose, if that's what you're asking. But yeah. I have Netflix. Like, I, I have Thank Netflix. You, I don't use it. <laughs> Thank you, Kevin. Like, I don't use it. Bro, Kevin Shamita's there at the Four Corners. He lives in Utah. <laughs> He's gonna Bro, let's go! We're going to the Four Corners. He's going to be like, what are we hunting today? <laughs> what are we hunting today, boys? We'll meet you there, Kevin. We're sorry about that, Dylan. <laughs> Maybe next time. According to Markham, it should come as no surprise that Bigfoot has chosen the bluegrass state to live in. The area is not subject to extreme cold temperatures, he said. There is an abundance of food and water sources. There are plenty of natural caves and old coal mines for shelter. I have researched extensively in Harlan County, and it is a prime area for Bigfoot. Kentucky in general has long been a hotspot for Bigfoot sightings and encounters. He's talking like a real estate agent. <laughs> Since posing his question, Markham has gotten some heat over whether or not the mounds he photographed were Bigfoot graves. 
but he said he never said they were. <laughs> that fucking backpedal. I never said anything. I hey, just look, proposed the idea. <laughs> they might be. They might not be. I'm not going to fuck around and find out. Exactly. Still the same position. I have spoken with many witnesses and researchers, and, in, and the general consensus, consensus is that Bigfoot bury their dead, he said. If a Bigfoot gravesite could be found and dug up, it probably wouldn't change a whole lot within the cryptic community. I'd say it would. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> think of it like this, right? You, have to find, you need an explanation of why we can never find one. Yeah. They either think they went, they went extinct, fucking body just disintegrated. Or they're fucking smart enough to bury their fucking grave. They're, they're dead. Yeah. One skeleton. That's all I need. That's all I need. And I won't 100% believe in Bigfoot. That's all I need. We got American orangutans here walking around. Just show me a skeleton. Well, he says, even if we found one, it wouldn't change much within the cryptic community. Because most who have genuine interest in the subject already understand that there, that there is plenty of evidence confirming the creature and is more than a myth. So he's basically just saying people who believe... They know more information that people who than believe believe. People. It's like people who believe believe. Yeah. People who don't believe, they're not gonna believe. This ain't gonna change shit. Like, exactly. I mean, skeptics, they're gonna be like, whoa, that's obviously fucking fake. They'll inspect it. Yeah. That's obviously plastic. Show me a skeleton, Markham. Then I'll believe. Here you go. Because like <laughs> I believe just on the basis of I wanna believe. And you know, there's a lot of sightings and stuff, there's a lot of stories. That's my whole thing is like, yeah, the story must come from somewhere. Yeah. Could have been like one person made it up. But you think about it like back then, right? Two people from like opposite ends come up with the same story. Exactly. The same like they describe the same creature. That's all my my whole thing. It, that's the thing that does interest me because it's not just America; it's yeah. around the world. The Yeti in the Himalayas. There's uh, there's a lot of ape men. Yeah. In, around different cultures, from like natives to like different types of cultures, like Europeans and stuff. Everyone has some kind of ape. Clearly, something's up. Yeah. The same way everyone has a dragon. From like the Aztecs to the Chinese to the Europeans, they See, all had the, a version of dragons. To now the Snallygaster. To the fucking Snallygaster. Imagine a Snallygaster versus like, who would win? One Snallygaster or ten Bigfoot? Snallygaster's shown to be more violent as fuck. But Bigfoot could throw rocks. <laughs> a Snallygaster will fuck that thing up, bro. <laughs> I tried. I really tried to give the Bigfoot a fighting chance. I'd be like, but they could throw rocks. Have you ever heard of a Bigfoot attack? Yes. You have? Uh, I listen a lot to Rob Morphy. Half of my first few stories were all Rob Morphy stories. Shout out to the Space Brains. Thank you, Rob Morphy. <laughs> he has some, like, very, very few stories where, like, Bigfoot, like, kill the people. Holy shit. Yeah, there's been, like, remains found that have, like, been near, like, Bigfoot sightings. Yeah. And they've been, like, not devout, like, gored, basically. And, like, oh, shit, something, either a bear or something big did this to this person. God damn. I got, I, I got I'll look them up. Yeah, I got to look them up because it, it was yeah. a while ago. Because well. I've never heard of a Bigfoot like, attack, yeah. a violent attack. That's Rob Morphy's take. He doesn't like the fact that most people think, they, most people say Bigfoots tend to be like peaceful because there's no real like uh, stories about Bigfoots attacking. Rob's like, that's just because they survive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the people, uh, how about the people that didn't get out? <laughs> so there's this podcast uh, I used to listen to called The Haunted Places. It has some really good episodes. but most, Places. A lot of them are like, meh, but that's some really good ones. Mm -hmm. I remember one time those, uh, he was telling the story. I forgot what the fuck it was. But, you know, the story ends with the person dying. So I'm like, a lot of these stories end like that with the person died. How the fuck does the story get told if a person fucking dies? <laughs> yeah. Because, like, they say, like, you know, the way the stories are told, like, as if it's like a first-person perspective, right? Yeah. Oh, this person. Or sorry, third-person perspective. Like this person, he saw this. He went, he was doing this on this night. 
and then he fucking died. How the fuck did he tell this fucking story if the person died? Especially when there's no one else in the story. Yeah. It's just that person. So it's, to me, it's always like, you know, if a person fucking, you know, someone had to live to tell the fucking tale. Yeah. That's probably why there's no Bigfoot uh, fucking uh, attack stories. They don't fucking survive. They don't survive. That's probably the whole theory. Holy shit. Now I'm fucking scared of the Bigfoot. More than <laughs> Holy shit. Before today, Jose was like, if we ever find a Bigfoot, I'm going to go. I'm going to go hug it. Well, no, I'm I would have done that. I'm, I'm going to try to get as close as I can and take a video. Well, like you said, it just throws rocks. I would have been like, I'm going to just take a photo from like the distance. Yeah. Now I'm going to be like, if I see a Bigfoot, I'm not even going to take the fucking camera. I'm fucking backing up the other way. That makes you think about the Patterson-Gimlin film. Yeah. That motherfucker ran towards the Bigfoot. If you see the home film, yeah. they see it from a distance. And this dude's like, let me get a better angle. He runs to the Bigfoot. You see like the shaky cam and then like the few seconds of the Bigfoot like walking. He, I don't know, Bigfoot probably was like, I'm fucking tired. I'm done. I just killed a man over there. <laughs> I ain't about to kill three more. <laughs> yeah. I ain't, I ain't trying to deal with this shit no more. That That's them humans. That's them the motherfuckers that killed the Snally Gaster. I ain't fucking with them. <laughs> I don't know why Bigfoot talks like a southern accent. <laughs> well, he was in Kentucky. He was in Kentucky, I'll be. He's like, I don't know, man, that's some strong alcohol. I ain't trying to touch that. Mm-hmm. So, people, if you're ever in the woods and you see a mound of dirt, it's a Bigfoot. It's a Bigfoot grave. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even show you the picture because it's more than just the mounds of dirt. It's like sticks. It's like a structure of like sticks. Yo, he, what the fuck? Yeah, he like, says. It looks like some Blair Witch shit. It does look like Blair Witch stuff. He assumes it's either a Bigfoot or just someone that did that a long time ago. Because that's not natural. Yeah, that's not natural. But it could be easily a human. It's twigs. It's not like large sticks put in like a weird formation. A human could easily do that. I mean, Bigfoot probably saw people uh, and he was just like, you know, I'm going to do this as well. I'm going to make a condo. I like buildings. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, that's my story. Bigfoots are real and they have burial. They probably have funerals too. Like elephants. That explains all the California wildfires. No, they have like Viking funerals. They burn the body and that starts the wildfire. Oh, that's a new theory. <laughs> Prove me wrong. I can't. That's the problem. <laughs> People are going to start like, it was caused by a fucking uh, baby shower. Yeah. Oh, the, the fucking gender reveal parties? Nope. Bigfoot. It was a gender reveal party for a Bigfoot couple. <laughs> American orangutan. I like that. <laughs> so, Jose, what did you bring? So, my story, I was kind of writing it on the way here. You were writing it on the table. I was writing on the way here and on the table. That's why, like, so we got here and I'm just like, I'm just look more into this and then just kept writing notes. I'm not complaining. I got to eat my chicken. <laughs> so the story I found is about Annie, the doll that cries acid. What? Right? Annie. That's a new Robert, Annabelle, Annie. And she kind of looks like Annabelle in a way. It's one of those old timey dolls. Yeah. Like a rag doll or just like a porcelain doll? Porcelain doll. Okay. So... I hate this dude's fucking name. This man, uh, this ghost hunter named Matt Paranormal. Matt Paranormal. He reminds me of that motherfucker that I did a while ago. I think it was with when Dylan was first here. Do you remember that guy that like put exclamation marks yeah. on his name? <laughs> yep. Fuck that guy. <laughs> and fuck Matt Paranormal. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't even know what you did, Matt. <laughs> so this man, um, he buys this doll at auction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so he knows it's haunted. Yeah. Or I don't know if he knew it was haunted. He just looked creeping, so he bought it. Okay. So the it's a it's, it was actually from Pennsylvania that he he had the doll imported to the UK from uh, Pennsylvania. Mm. It wasn't that expensive, to, according to him. It cost him about like a hundred pounds. Okay. So you know he buys his doll at auction, and multiple times. So he bought it two years ago, and last year there's been a lot of fire occurrences through the doll, including it trying to set itself on fire. What the fuck? Like a French protester. 
<laughs> we should go right back to the French. <laughs> it's always the French. You know why? Coffee. So her previous owners died in a fire, in a house fire. So that could be the connection. Okay. So basically, so he bought the doll in 2020, right? And since then, he's had a lot of, you know, experiences. The doll tried to himself uh, on fire and it cries acid. Yeah. So he claims that the own, the previous owners also appear in photographs of the doll. So he takes photographs and the previous owners are seen like right there, like looking at the doll. Oh, shit. So because of this, he actually considers them demons, the previous owners. The owners. So he says that they're demons because they're like, they're people who haven't accepted that they've died and they haunt the doll. And it could also be causing like the fires. It could be causing the, the acid tears. He said that, you know, he believes that when the doll's crying, it's uh, her showing emotion because of her attachments. The attachments being fire and the and her previous owners. So because of like the constant, you know, fires and the crying, he has a surveillance. He has a 24 hour surveillance on the on the doll. And like he says, like every now and then, you know, he'll look at the doll. And her clothes get a little bit more charred and burned, and her face just gets darker and darker. So, you know, the more he looks at it, the more, you know, the more the burns appear. And last year, apparently five, because he runs like a ghost hunting team. Every member of his team had a fire incident in their house on the same day. God damn. What the fuck? Fucking yeah, for real, right? Just and like after one person leaves, it's like, oh, I got to go too. And like, for what? Fire. And then the third guy's like, you're not going to believe this. <laughs> <laughs> you're not going to believe what just happened, bro. The fourth guy, you're not going to. Oh, guys, speaking of that, you're not going to believe this. Like those firefighters that kept returning to the same house. But this time it's like every time they go to a new house. Oh, so what do you do for a living after they finish that? Oh, I work for this crypto, like, uh, crypt- <laughs> cryptid crew. Okay, that's cool. They go to the next house. So what do you do? Oh, I work for this cryptic crew. <laughs> Y'all just fucking pranking us. Yeah. Where are the cameras? <laughs> right here. It's looking at the doll. <laughs> so, yeah, my story's a little bit on the shorter side just because there's not much. She cries acid. She has something to do with fires. Mm-hmm. And uh, recently, she actually appeared on This Morning, which is a UK morning show. I was going to ask about that because I watch a lot of British television and not many <laughs> people know about that. I looked at your phone for a minute. I was like, why is Holly Willoughby on your fucking phone, Jose? <laughs> Holly Willoughby is in my notes now because yes. this. <laughs> I was like, what's Holly Willoughby doing with the cryptid out here? So the, uh, they had her on a glass display on this morning. Holly? Holly Willoughby oh. was apparently one of the ones that was scared. She was fucking scared of the doll, apparently. And it apparently did cry acid live on the show. Oh, I got to watch this episode. But everyone was fucking unimpressed. The, the hosts were just like, okay. <laughs> Holly Willoughby apparently was scared out of her, out of her fucking mind. Yeah, the other guy is kind of like, whatever. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, apparently she was just like, what the fuck is going on? What is going on with that? Because I think they said that she was the... Pr- I haven't seen the video. Mm-hmm. I was just reading the article. She was the one that was right next to the doll. Oh. So she sense. was scared fucking shitless, you know? I mean, I would be too. Like, you look at the doll, and it starts crying fucking like green acid. Oh, it's green too? Yeah, the picture's like kind of like... Like a cartoon? Yeah, like a dark green. Yeah, when you say acid, I work around chemicals. Yeah. So when you say acid, I think like a clear chemical. But if it's like a cartoon with green fucking ooze coming out of her eyes. It's like a, like a really, really like close to black, dark green oh, that's okay. crying. But yeah, uh, they had it on this morning recently and everyone was unimpressed by it except for Holly who was scared shitless. Holly would be the one to get scared shitless. I mean, God damn it, Jose. Now I got to download BritBox <laughs> again and pay a monthly fee. <laughs> Just for one episode? No, just I want to watch British television again. <laughs> I miss Doctor Who. <laughs> I I haven't seen Doctor Who since like just before Matt Smith left. Ah, oh, yeah. Uh, I'm not even gonna say like I I didn't watch like the final half of that season. I just like stopped at the halfway point because you know they took a hiatus. Yeah, it took too long for it to come back, and I was just like, 
Oh, it came back. I skipped okay. Matt Smith and went straight to Peter Capaldi, yeah. the old guy. And I was like, I should probably go back. And dude, Matt's, Matt Smith's now one of my favorites. He's amazing. His whole like se- like his whole seasons were fucking amazing. He was fucking great. That's First time I- Doctor Who made me cry. <laughs> For shit. When Amy died. Yeah. Spoilers. <laughs> spoilers. <laughs> uh, spoilers. Just bleep that. <laughs> It's all that show. It was ten years ago when Amy died. It, it, all right, it well, was like ten years ago. It was ten years ago. I was still in high school when Matt Smith was a doctor. Yeah. Well, in case you haven't watched it, like me, uh, too fucking bad. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, Amy is fucking Nebula for those people who are wondering. Yeah, Karen Gillan. She's also in the Jumanji movies. So yeah. See, I'm love that we're in this Doctor Who topic now because I'm like. Shit, now we're talking about Doctor Who. I haven't watched it in like 10 years. I love Doctor Who. It was a great show. 50-year-old. I used to watch it on PBS, the old ones. I used to watch... The uh, Tom Baker ones, right? Tom Baker, yeah. I have a long-ass scarf. I have a 20-foot scarf in my closet. It's because of Tom Baker? Yeah, the Tom Baker scarf. I I bought it for like $100 on Amazon. It it was like $130, but I got it for a discount. (laughs) I think it was like a Black Friday. And I've never worn it. (laughs) I (laughs) worn it once to the Star Wars premiere of... uh, what was the newest one? Episode 7? Uh, Last Jedi? No, no, no. No, episode 7, 7. Uh, Force Awakens? Force Awakens. I wore it to that for some reason. I was you like, yeah, it. yeah, space. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> we're a Doctor Who Made fucking no scarf. fucking sense. It was, it was a cold night out in California. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. I, I mean, I, I believe it. I'll bring it one day. I might put it on the table or something for decorations. Just has a Doctor Who <laughs> Just uh, a long-ass 20-foot scarf. Get a Doctor Who scarf. Get some... What was that fucking hat Matt Smith wore? Oh, fucking... He's got a bow tie and a hat. A bow tie on that one fucking hat. Kind of reminds me of the, what Zeus is wearing. He's wearing a red beanie. I forget what they're called, but those weird, like, almost Mason-type hats with, like, a little thing. Uh, I'll look it up. I don't know. <laughs> get one of those and then get a... Just get some, like, those old 3D glasses for the 10th for David Tennant. Yeah. My own hair scared me. I was like, man, I feel so... A fez. A fez. There we go. It's called a fez. <laughs> yeah, Doctor Who wore that. <laughs> This has been the Doctor Who podcast. This has been the Doctor Who podcast. <laughs> well, that was a good set of stories. I didn't know we all came out swinging today. Yeah. Uh, you said you had another one, didn't you? For the two-minute podcast. Oh, I thought you said you had two stories right now. St- I was like, yeah, I do I'm waiting for the sto- second one. I do have two stories. And if you want to listen to that, follow us on TikTok. We haven't made a TikTok yet. <laughs> <laughs> Look for us on TikTok in the near future. Hold up. Just, just follow us on Instagram, Crypto Coffee Pod. Crypto Coffee Pod. And we'll, then we'll we'll like let you know when we make the TikTok. We'll upload it there, and then we'll upload it on TikTok. We'll let you know when we make a TikTok. Because when this gets uploaded, it, we we still won't have a TikTok by then. You'll see a potential face reveal from Efrain and Jose. Because they have already shown what I look like on the Instagram. They, we have, unfortunately. You are too photogenic, so it's your fucking fault. Me? Yeah. I'm the one that never takes photos of myself. For the Cryptic Coffee Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this is Efren. This is Jose. And Zeus. Saying goodbye. Bye. Adios. water just water any type like a specific water natural spring water dasani liquid death (laughs) wait is that no that's not what it's called it is it yeah okay yeah it's called liquid death
According to the side of the can, I have about 24 hours left to live. No wonder he drank it without telling us. You want to sip? I've seen your diet, so... What's your diet look like, Zeus? Why do I have cheese in my pocket? <laughs> my diet? <laughs> <laughs> my diet? <laughs> Today. Fuck the coffee, he ain't drinking shit. Every time you've taken a drink of something, I always say something that makes you laugh. Well, that's the most afraid of What the fuck you I'm sorry? What the fucking fuck? I can't even drink in peace anymore. Oh, that was fucking. I didn't know I bought this. I didn't know I have this. I have a Jack Links. Fucking beef jerky stick with cheese that we got at the 7-Eleven. I forgot it was in my pocket. <laughs> I probably didn't even pay for it. I probably just put it in my pocket. Yeah, I was about to say, you probably just walked out. <laughs> <of me. laughs> oh, fuck.